Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Wimbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Welcome to episode number 82 of the Moving Up podcast. We are moving right along through our season. And today we're flying a little bit solo. You just have myself, Heather, and Kelly Butler. Hello. Kelly is our director of marketing here at the Wilson Group. Mm -hmm. And so today's show, we are going to take a deep dive into marketing and what we do here at the Wilson Group, what we provide our agents. But I also feel like this is going to be a show that's going to be super helpful to anyone who is building a brand for themselves, Mm -hmm. who wants to kind of get a message out to an audience Mm -hmm. and how to do that consistently. Correct. Yes. I didn't really put together a detailed agenda for our conversation today. I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more conversational between you and I, Heather, and it doesn't have to be someone that's building a real estate business necessarily. I just kind of wanted to talk about your presence online and sharing your business online, be it in in any industry, if you are an entrepreneur and you struggle with building your presence on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think people, you know, I just had this conversation a couple of weeks ago with someone who is building a brand for themselves Mm -hmm. and there's a formula, right? If you can put together an actionable plan, put this formula together of kind of a list of Mm to-dos, familiarize yourself with the process, right? You've got Mm -hmm. to learn some steps in there. It's really not a mystery, but it does take time and it does take effort and systems systems in place. And if you don't want to do that, hire someone. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if you do hire someone, it's still important to at least understand the process yourself. You know what you're paying for. That's something that I do want to talk about today is just kind of authenticity. It's 2023 and so social media has been around now for a really long time and you've seen a lot of ebbs and flows within a lot of things that people respond to, people things that people do not respond to. And in this year of 2023, I think that authenticity absolutely reigns supreme when it comes to your presence on social mm-hmm. media. People are over comparing themselves to other people, comparing them their businesses to other businesses. And I think it pays to, to show your authentic self and you can really gain more traction and more clients if you are just showing up as yourself on social media. And especially in real estate where this is an industry that, you know, you have super stylized photographs all the time. And um, there are some agents that I'm not going to name any names. It seems like they have a photographer follow them right once a week to take super stylized photographs. And I just think that that's a little cringy. I think people are kind of overseeing that. And I absolutely think it's great to hire out your social media services. We're Mm -hmm. all really busy. I actually provide that service to quite a few agents here at the Wilson Group on the side. But I always tell them that you kind of want to keep it Mm 50-50. You want to 
stay front of mind for any of your followers to know that they, when they think of real estate, you want them to think of you, but you also want to show what's going on in your own life. You know, if you, outside of real estate, if you have children or if you're on vacation or if you're reading a good book that you want to share, something that has absolutely nothing to do with real estate. Yeah, share that. That's always going to get the most engagement. So just keep that in mind, especially if you're diving into your analytics on social media. Just know that the personal off the hip kind of posts are going to get the most reaction. Right. And that's I had spoke to that when I talked to this person about creating kind of that formula, that plan for themselves that Mm -hmm. We have posts as realtors that we probably do on a regular basis, right? You send out the monthly market updates Mm -hmm. and we style those stats. Some people just send them straight how you send them, which they look beautiful. Some people may change it to kind of fit their branding a little bit. Mm -hmm. When I post those and I go back and look at my insights, Mm -hmm. those don't get a lot of hits. Right. But it's information that I feel like it's still important to put out there. Mm -hmm. But when I mix in personal, a little bit kind of what I'm doing personally, Mm -hmm. those seem to get a little bit more traction. I 100% agree with what you're saying that it has to be a really good mix. Mm -hmm. I follow some people in this industry and you can tell that they've just 100% hired it out because it's always the most kind of bland mm-hmm. posts. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's better than nothing, right? Or maybe not. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on who you ask. I mean, this industry in particular, and I guess any entrepreneurial endeavor is built on relationships and the posts that are going to connect with people and build relationships are not the ones that are the stats or, mm-hmm. you know, the Davidson County update or whatever it is that you're sharing. Those absolutely serve a purpose, but I think it's really, really important to, like I said, just be authentic, share what's going on. Those are always going to help foster the relationships that will eventually lead to a transaction, most yes. likely. I think for a long time now, agents and just the public in general When we look at our social media presence, people have become obsessed with a polished grid, you know, especially Mm -hmm. on Instagram and a very curated look for themselves and their brand. And yes, that is important. I do think that building a brand, having brand guidelines is important, incorporating the same colors throughout the same fonts and, and typography. But I think that that's sort of going to the wayside in my opinion, if you look over the next few years, I think people are just kind of over it. They're just kind of over this fake curated version of of people and they want to see vulnerability, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's a really hard time that we're living in and social media can be very bad for our mental health. And so I think it's to show your authentic self and to be vulnerable in life and online is important to, to foster relationships. Those are all great points, Kelly. I love that. So if I am someone new who is starting out in this business, I want to develop a following or maybe I already have somewhat of a following, but I've transitioned into real estate or Mm -hmm. insurance somewhere Mm -hmm. where I'm trying to kind of build a good base for referrals. What would be the first things that I would need to do to get started? Everyone runs their business the way they see fit. And so I don't think there's a right answer for everyone. But one of the things that people often come to me about is, you know, what platforms should I be on? What should I have a public account and a private account? Should I have a personal account and a business account? 
I think it's completely up to you, however you want to do it. I personally, and I think last time I was on the podcast, I spoke about this, but I have two small children. And when I was a real estate agent, I had a business account and a personal account because my personal account is just pictures of my children. And I didn't want their faces to be you know, out there in the public. If you do, that's 100% wonderful. But, but that's my personal choice to keep my personal account private and their photographs private. And so that was my the way that I built my social media presence when I was building my business. If that's not an issue for you, or if you just have one account, and you just want to keep it simple and just keep one account for business and personal, that's great. But I recommend to all of our agents here that you focus on one platform. For some reason, social media, it just overwhelms so many people. Mm-hmm. They overthink it. They worry about what to post, when to post, where to post, how often, and just show up. Just show yeah. up when you can as authentically as you can, and I think that you'll be fine. If you already are on Facebook, then start utilizing Facebook more. If you spend a lot of time on Instagram, utilize Instagram more. Just focus on one platform. I would say go ahead and get your systems in place. That means coming up with a content schedule or perhaps days to post. And that's another question I get pretty often is like, what days are the best days to post? What times? And honestly, who cares? Like yeah. the algorithm is going to be the algorithm it's, and it's going to change. You already have so much on your plate. Don't add something yeah. like that to it. So I use, it is, it used to be Creator Studio mm-hmm. for Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think they've changed it now to Meta, Meta. Business. Mm-hmm. So with that, if you guys have never used it before, Google it, look it up. But if, if you, now that Facebook owns Instagram, mm-hmm. those two platforms are connected. Mm-hmm. So you can go into this Meta Business mm-hmm. and you can pre-plan right. your post that will post to Instagram and post to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I try to do. I try to plan at least six to eight posts a month ahead of time. And it's mm-hmm. my static content that you talked about, right? right? So it's those market updates, things mm-hmm. that I probably don't get a whole lot of traction on. But, but the I ones still... that keep you front of mind. Right, right. Keep me front of mind. So In there, I've noticed recently, and maybe it's been there a while and I just now noticed it, but it tells me when in the little planner section of it, when you go to schedule a post for that day, Mm -hmm. it will suggest a time where it says your people are most active during this time. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if it's telling me the truth. (laughs) I'm like, is this just what they're trying to get me because everybody else is posting at this other time? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, but I might. But anyway... I feel like that's a great way to kind of just, if you can sit down, plan six to eight posts, Mm -hmm. get them scheduled on that platform. It is free. And so that way, at least, you know, if you do nothing else through the month, you Mm -hmm. have those posts and then sprinkling in your more authentic. Mm -hmm. I'm reading this book. I just went to this great restaurant. We just went downtown and found this awesome new venue. Those Mm -hmm. types of things where people are like, oh, that's really cool. I'm providing some value outside of just real estate content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And real estate is so much more than just, you know, buying and selling a home. It is selling the the city and the neighborhoods and the restaurants and the local bars and everything. So if you're having a hard time coming up with content, but you're still actively going out to eat or trying new places or going to the park or whatever... Whatever you're doing in your daily lives, that's what social media is for, for you to share that stuff. That's Mm -hmm. 
why it's called social media, you know, that people want to see what you're doing. And I usually recommend to our agents here at the Wilson Group not to forget that because, like I said, those are typically the ones that get the most engagement and they feel the most authentic. But yes, you can absolutely and you should absolutely have systems in place of, you know, ideas of content for the month. I'm really partial to seasonal content. Mm -hmm. So right now we're in the fall season, which is my favorite season and so many people's Me favorite. Me too. Yeah, I think it's... I think <laughs> The it's, pumpkins need to get on my grave soon. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, if you're going to a farm, there's so many farms around Nashville that you can go and, and pick your own pumpkins and there's corn mazes and all kinds of stuff like that. That's an excellent seasonal authentic post that you can share. It doesn't have to be the greatest photograph in the world. We're not all photographers. We're all taking pictures from our iPhones. So just keep that in mind. It doesn't have to be this super stylized lifestyle photo that you are sharing in order to just connect with people. So I'm very heavy on the seasonal content. I do think you should absolutely sprinkle in some data if you are in mm -hmm. this industry because it's such a data-driven industry. And keep it light and, you know, share your vulnerabilities. If you are having a slow go at it, just like, hey, y'all, this market's crazy. If you have any questions, like I'm feeling it, everyone's feeling it. I know that if you're hesitant about listing your house or making a move because of interest rates or whatever it may be, just call me because I'm here and I'm always available to answer any questions. It's, it's hard out here and it's not always sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> right, right. So I will tell you a struggle that I have had. And I still have this struggle. And I've actually taken steps to try to get there. And I haven't jumped off the ledge yet. And people do it every day. And I always laugh. Why am I so hesitant? So it's video, right? So just what you said, just what you were talking about. I could make a post in Canva, mm -hmm. which is a whole other topic we can discuss. Is, yeah. um, I love Canva. Um, Kelly is like the Canva queen <laughs> of creating awesome templates. I could make what you just talked about in Canva mm -hmm. and kind of type that out, put an awesome picture of Nashville, whatever. It's not going to get the same traction as if I were to make a little real video. True. I know that a mm -hmm. thousand percent. Right. I hate being on camera Me and too. I hate videoing myself. I critique it like crazy. I can Me do too. the podcast and it's totally fine. Right. But you put a camera in my face. Exactly. And then I'm like, do I use a filter? Do I not use a filter? Yeah. I, I don't want to use a filter, but gosh, I look so much better when I use a filter. Yeah. And I even bought the little clip-on microphone oh, nice. because I'm a sound junkie. Right. So, you know, I want it to sound really mm -hmm. good if I'm, if I'm going to do it, right? So <laughs> let's make it sound good. So it was like $11 on Amazon. Uh -huh. I mean, super cheap, yeah. right? And I tried it out. Sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't, I'm going to do this. I'm going to jump off the ledge and do it. But there's so many people that are doing it. And I love watching what they have to say because right. it's authentic. It's who they are. You can tell it's not scripted. It's not rehearsed. Right. And it's not long. It's yeah. really short. short. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I hate being on camera. If this podcast was video recorded, I would not do it. <laughs> but because <laughs> Hence why not. we don't have video. Exactly. <laughs> Christy's mentioned it. And I'm like, well, I don't, Rhea. No, no. 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 <laughs> I think you get a better conversation when you know you're not on camera. But I agree. I hate being on camera. And and so there's different ways to get that information out there in an authentic way. I usually recommend if you're kind of worried about that or not super comfortable in front of the camera, then move those items to your stories. Yeah, or voiceovers. I've seen mm -hmm. people do voiceovers Absolutely. with photos. Mm -hmm. And I thought, hmm, yeah, I can probably get into that. Maybe that would be my baby step yeah. into getting into it is maybe posting photos of a listing. Mm -hmm. 
And then doing a voiceover, voiceover. talking mm-hmm. about that listing for that 15, 20 second, just yeah. giving the highlights. Right. And I think it also has to do with who is viewing your videos too, because I personally like never have my volume on. Great point. When I'm scrolling Instagram, I usually don't have my volume on because I'm sitting next to my kids or my husband or something and they're watching TV or whatever. And so I am very reliant on captions. If yes. a video doesn't have captions, I just keep on scrolling. That's a great point. And so yeah. we can generate those captions through, I know Headliner is another app that we yep. use here in the office. Kelly mm-hmm. and I use to create. For the podcast. Yep, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's free. You only get it so is. many a week and I'll run out and then I'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you run out, it you can still generate them. It just has a watermark on it top. It does. Or mm-hmm. I think if you wait so many days, I'll get an email and it says you can create some more free now. Yeah. So And there's so many other services like yeah. Headliner too. There's one called Wave with two Vs that is pretty popular. So you can bounce back and forth. I think Instagram also now has a caption feature. And keep in mind too, that sometimes it won't populate correctly. It will. Your words. Your words. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you might have to go in there and change that. Headliner does have that option where it'll automatically bring up the audio, but it will not translate it properly. So I'll have to go in and, and tweak that slightly. But if you are not super comfortable in front of a camera. I do think that starting in your Instagram stories is a good place because for those that aren't familiar with stories, they go away after 24 hours unless you save them to your highlights on your profile. And so it's more of an informal, experimental way to share content. And there's a lot of people, especially, so I'm 37, but I know that there's a lot of people younger than me that only look at stories. They mm-hmm. won't even scroll the the main feeds much anymore. So just keep that in mind and and know that there's ways to experiment. But I would I would recommend that you push yourself slightly to to get on camera every once in a while. Now the the agents and the um, entrepreneurs that that's all they post. It's just like okay, we get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, we we get it. You're clearly very comfortable in front yes. of the camera. Like good for you. But I am not, and so I get it. I totally understand that hesitation. But just push yourself slightly and see what happens. You may surprise yourself. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. Okay, so let's turn for just a moment and talk about chat GPT and how we can utilize that to help us with this plan. So chat GPT rolled out about a year ago, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It hasn't been around for very long. And I remember when I was first told about it, my mind was just blown. Oh, same. Yeah. And I use it for literally everything professional, personal, family life, scheduling, recipes, I mean, anything you can utilize it for. But if you're not familiar with it, I would recommend going on and creating a login and just kind of putting in some prompts, be it about your business, about social media, whatever. So tell me, how do you, if I don't 
if I've known nothing about yeah. this, how do I even access this? I usually just Google ChatGPT. I have it bookmarked on my computer, but I think it's um, is it an app? Chat. No, it's a site. They may have an app now, but I usually just go to it's chat dot openai.com okay. I believe. Google also has their own version too. It's called Google Bard, B A R D. And there's obviously a bunch of other copycat, you know, sure. options out there that probably do the same thing. But the main ones that are utilized are ChatGPT and Google Bard. You have to create a login just like any other, you know, website and basically brings up a chat box. So it's kind of like when you are troubleshooting on a website, if you're having issues with it or, you know, in the little icon at the bottom right-hand corner, it's like chat with a person here. It's like that, but you're okay. not chatting with a person, you're chatting with a robot. <laughs> yeah. Now this is being used in my house. So oh, yeah. I have teens and mm-hmm. so I, two of them got into a, a disagreement. <laughs> and so, you know, when was it fault? And so we said, you know, you need to apologize. Mm-hmm. And so he got on there and did an <laughs> apology note with a medieval time tone. <laughs> we laughed for an hour. That's amazing. It was hysterical. So <laughs> so kids are using this. Teenagers oh, yeah. are using this. Everyone, They've yeah. been using it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it, it's incredible. So there's a lot of ways you can enter a prompt, but I usually recommend people to treat it like a chat box. Treat it like you're talking to a human and not a robot and just say like, here's a prompt that I that just comes to the top of my head if you're trying to create a content schedule. But Hey, I'm a Nashville-based real estate professional. I am looking to share more information on my social media or build my social media presence. Please generate a list of 20 ideas for me to post over the next month and okay, enter. And then it'll go bloop and just immediately totally pop doing out. this. And then yeah. it, but you can get even more finite with your details. You could say like I'm a Nashville real estate professional and I want to sell predominantly in the west side of town. Please generate some fall themed ideas for me to post about the west side of Nashville. <laughs> like you can get really, really yeah. specific, specific with, with your prompts. And I actually recently used, I mean, you can use it for so much, but my husband and I just went on a trip to California and I had never been to California before and I knew that I wanted to like see xyz there was all these things i wanted to see but i didn't really know how to lay it all out so i let chat gpt do it for me i said my husband and i are going on a trip we land this day we fly out this day please generate a five-day itinerary for me we want to see this 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 and this seriously just like that it was just a like your own little travel agent (laughs) that is incredible kelly yeah i mean you can use it for anything you could say, hey, I'm trying to feed my family of four on this budget, and I want to have predominantly vegetarian meals with, you know, a little bit of chicken or whatever you want to say. And so please generate a shopping list for me to take to Kroger. It'll just What is it happening up. to our brains? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that hasn't been around for very long, but if it went away tomorrow... I would be screwed. Like I, w- okay. <laughs> I have become so reliant on it. Easy to do if it does all it's of those so things. Easy. Yes. Yeah. So you can absolutely use it in your business. You can absolutely use it in your marketing. Generate a thank you note. Generate yeah. a holiday greeting. I mean, I yeah. can think those are things that I will sit down. I want to write six thank you notes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I don't want them all to sound the same. Exactly. You know, and so I'll sit there and then that's just kind of a roadblock for me to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I'll procrastinate. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to use that to help me out. 
I use it a lot for captions. Okay. I know that people get really hung up on captions when it comes to social media. So true. Yeah. And I personally, I feel like I have a really good eye for things that were formulated on ChatGPT. Like I'll look at a, a paragraph and I'm like, someone used ChatGPT to write that. Uh-huh. So you should probably work in the school system now. Yeah. So you yeah. Can identify. Right. Yeah. Uh, somebody that's plagiarizing yeah. or something. I always recommend anyone using it to use it as a starting point. Yes. Do not just copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Always tweak and change it and put your own voice into what they offered up. But it's an excellent starting point, especially in days where you're not feeling very creative or your brain's not working so well. Utilize that to get you started and then tweak and edit as you go because it's pretty obvious when someone has just copy and pasted something from ChatGPT. But for captions especially, I know that a lot of people I work with, they may have some really good ideas or some really good photographs that they want to share on social media, but they get hung up in the captions. And I think utilizing ChatGPT is great for that and also just keeping it as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are just so overloaded in the digital world with content and ads and media and so just keep it simple and yeah. and I think that that's always a good rule of thumb to utilize. I think that's all great. So the last time I was on the podcast, I talked about your online diet and kind of what you're consuming because I think that this goes unnoticed for a lot of people that your diet's not just what you're eating, it's also what you're reading, what you're viewing. It's so much more and so it's really important to be mindful of those things. So I do probably a monthly purge on my social media. If I'm going down a a rabbit hole that is not good for my mental health (laughs) or it's just not serving me, it's just eating up precious time that none of us have enough of, I I just start unfollowing and muting. And I think it's really important that people remember to do that. Just be mindful of what you're you're watching, who you're following. And nowadays... Pretty much every platform has the unfollow or mute option so you can completely unfollow the person or you can just mute their stories or their posts if they're no longer serving you anymore. So I think it's really important for your brain, for your mental health, but also for your business to curate your online experience Mm -hmm. and to make sure what you are watching feeds you and feeds your growth mindset and your mental wellness and and just always check in with yourself and do a a purge. I think that's so important. That is great advice. I need yeah. to talk to all of my kids about that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to stay inspi- inspired and avoid being overwhelmed, mm-hmm. which it's so easy to get overwhelmed in the digital world, you have to do that. You just yeah. have to to curate that environment that's going to build whatever you're trying to build or help foster what you want to build. Online diet. I love yes. it. Curate your online you diet. You should <laughs> coin that, Kelly. I have never heard that before. I mean, I think that social media has just taken a toll on so many people. I'm so fortunate that it wasn't around when I was growing up. Oh my up. gosh. Yeah. I think about it all High the time. High school years, college years. Yes. I don't have any evidence. I <laughs> Facebook Which, was invented the year I went to college. So it was based only it was it started for only college students. I remember you, that. You uh-huh. had to have a an a .edu email address to even create a login, I believe that I uh, that's right. I think I, that's because right. I was not a college student and yeah. someone was getting their masters that I was good friends with and she was trying to tell me about it. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I I don't I'm not a student. I've already graduated. Yeah. So I can't be a part. 
I feel very fortunate that I was an adult when it first started. And I think about my kids now and I get really scared about, I mean, fortunately, they're still young enough to where they don't have an iPhone yet, but how it is affecting them and their mental well-being. And I just want to remind adults that it also has a toll on our mental well-being and our if we're trying to build something, be it a business, be it a family, be it whatever, you have to keep that in mind that it could also be taking a toll on your progress. And you may not realize it for you a while. definitely won't you realize know, it. For yeah. a little while. And yeah. it's like, why am I feeling this way? And it mm-hmm. could be because you're just looking at things all day that aren't uplifting or like you said, serving you well. They're not serving you. Yeah. yeah. Or, and where you're at in your life or where you want to go. And so it's just really important to keep that in mind because it does affect your brand it, unintentionally. You may not even notice it, mm-hmm. but it absolutely affects your brand and how you're voicing and promoting your business. So yeah, it's super important. Love it. Love it. Well, let's talk about some some sites. You have some listed on here that I have never used, I have not heard of, and I cannot wait to kind of do a little a little explanation of them. And, and hopefully these are some sites that our listeners can go back and, and see how they can use. Absolutely. So we touched on Canva, which is obviously like you know, this it's a mega Photoshop site. of 2023. <laughs> I don't even pay for Photoshop anymore. It's amazing. It, it's something that I think, you know, real designers kind of flinch at they sometimes. They cringe. They yeah. cringe. Absolutely. Which is totally understandable because you do need to have a, a aesthetic design eye to utilize it in the best possible ways. But the reason I think it's so popular is because it's so template based. I mean, there's like thousands and thousands of templates for whatever you need. If you just want to beef up your social media and you're not a designer by trade, then I would recommend going on there and just experimenting. I still absolutely think that you should hire out to a real designer for your logo and for your branding specifications and stuff. But if you just need to start coming up with some content then and you already have those items in place, then Canva is a great place to do it. It's free for the most part. You can pay for the pro subscription, which I think is like $15 a month. It's very affordable. That opens up more photos, more graphics, more fonts, a lot of other things that you couldn't get under the free subscription. So obviously that's a that's a great one to to mention if if you haven't familiarized yourself with it it's Canva which is canvas without the s.com we also talked about Ch- ChatGPT of course if you have not experimented with ChatGPT please do yeah. so you will absolutely I go will down be doing it today yes <laughs> i wouldn't recommend using it for verbiage in your contracts no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just looking for some content ideas sure. or captions or anything in the marketing realm if you want to send out a postcard, a fall postcard, but you don't really know what you want it to have on it, you can just say like, hey, I'm looking to send a postcard to my database. I want it to be fall themed. What are some ideas that I could promote? And it'll probably say, you know, events coming up, fall events, fall maintenance checklist for your home. You know, it'll, it'll just give you this thing, these things that you, it would have taken you an hour to come up with on your own. So absolutely utilize it for your marketing We touched on Headliner and Wave, which is a great caption-based website. So if you have a podcast or if you have video with audio that you want to share 
with captions. You can absolutely go on there. Like you said, it's free to sign up. And I love the little squiggly lines. Yeah, the little <laughs> is it audiogram? I think that's what it's called. Okay, audiogram. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That that shows the squiggly lines. It's very popular in the podcast community, which nowadays I feel like one in four people has a podcast. Yes. So, you know, if you haven't utilized that and you do have your own podcast or promote someone else's, it's wonderful. We didn't really talk much today about email marketing, but and that could be a whole other episode in and of itself. But one site that I recommend is Flowdesk. It's become pretty popular in the last couple of years. And I've noticed that a lot of my favorite newsletters that come into my inbox are made with Flowdesk. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is not free. There's a subscription service fee. I want to say it's about $25 a month, but it creates the most beautiful email marketing. So I recommend that to anybody that's wanting to beef up there. I will have to take a look at that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's F-L-O-D-E-S-K, Flowdesk. I can put all of these in our show notes. Okay, great. Yep, I'll do that. Another website that I utilize a lot when I just want to experiment with colors, if I'm coming up with some brand guidelines or if I just need some help with a color palette, then I will use it's C-O-O-L-O-R-S dot C-O. So it's like colors dot C-O, but it mm-hmm. has two O's in the beginning of it. And it's just a color palette generator. Like I can upload a photo maybe and then it would generate a color. I'm not sure on the photo. I, I That's a great question. I usually just go in there and just kind of look at trending combinations of colors okay. and kind of pull from that. I am so over the muted branding <laughs> like yes. it's just like creams whites and blacks like I'm personally just very much over that I like big ferocious colors so I like to go on there and just kind of mess around and okay see, you I've know. never heard of that I'm going mm-hmm. to be going it's really fun it's a color palette well. and I'm sure there's countless other ones out there but that's the one that I use for color palette generators um, and then creative market is a great designer marketplace that I use a lot if you're looking for a fresh font. They have the, the best fonts on there. Obviously, they all come at a cost. You have to pay for them. But Canva is great, but it only offers so many elements and fonts that are available to everyone. So if you want to steer clear of that and you want to build something on your own, I would go in there and mess around. You can buy bundles of fonts and, t- and t- typography to incorporate into your business. And you can also get stock images and graphics and all kinds of stuff that designers put on there for sale. And it's wonderful. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's creativemarket.com. And then lastly is something that I recently discovered called CapCut. It's an app. And if you are trying to beef up your reels on Instagram, or if you're trying to beef up your TikTok, download the CapCut app. And it's a really easy way. It's sort of like Canva in that it's template-based, but you can beef up your presence uh, in, vi- in the video marketing world with that app and it's free. So I, I recommend checking that out. And I mean, there's so many out there, but those are the ones that kind of just came off the top of my head that I utilize on a weekly basis. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for sharing all of yeah. those with us. For the folks who are listening, what are a couple of takeaways starters for them to do after they've listened to us today? Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like I said, authenticity reigns supreme. Don't worry about the super stylized, super polished grid. Just be yourself. Just show up when you can. Don't worry about the best days and the best times to post. Just take that, you know, worry off your list. You have enough to worry about. Post when you can. Show up when you can. Be as authentic as possible. And then always remember to purge monthly and curate your online experience because if you are consuming things that aren't serving you, then that's going to show up in your branding as well. So stay inspired by 
curating your online experience. Very good. Well, Kelly, thank you for joining us yet again yes, on the podcast. Pleasure. Again, Kelly is our director of marketing here at the Wilson Group. So we are all very blessed to have you. She encourages all of the agents to set up appointments with her, to talk about their personal brand, and to develop a plan, not just a monthly plan, but you break it into quarters and then kind of help them generate a whole year's worth of things to do to stay in touch with their clients. So we are we are blessed to have you here and, and to do that for us and kind of help lead that charge for the company. So thank, thank you. you, Kelly. And yeah. thank you guys for listening today. If you have any questions for Kelly or myself about marketing, email us podcast at Wilson Group Real Estate. We love getting those emails. We love getting your reviews. If this show was helpful to you or any of our other shows, please leave us a review you on podcast or on Spotify. We greatly appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. Call ATA CPA and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs. ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Hey, if you're loving the show, we would be delighted to hear from you. Be sure to go over to your podcast app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews and tell us your thoughts. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and move up in their life. This show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media. The Wilson Group Property Management Services specializes in managing your properties, including multifamily units and small commercial. We provide two levels of service full property management, which takes all the stress and hassle off of you, or tenant placement only, where we find the tenant and you, the owner, self-manage. Visit our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com and click rent to learn more.